Hey, welcome to No Country for Pop Culture. I'm your host, Rico Moore, and this is episode three. And today we'll be talking about the announcement of Thor 4 for the Phase 4 Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm here with my guest, Liz. Can you say hi? Hey. And she has to be a part of it. And you might have um, been privy to hear her from episode two. If you have not, go back and check out our Alabama Comic Con convention review. That was episode two. But um tried to do a, a, a podcast each week, but this was just too hot of a news to let settle till next week. So, uh, and again, I want to be back with Justin next week as we just break down all the announcements from pop culture, the the mecca of pop culture, the Comic-Con in San Diego. But uh, I was working out yesterday and I just get a text and it was from Liz and with the news of that... Um, not only will there be a Thor 4, but it will be directed by the same director who did Thor Ragnarok, Taiga Waititi. Good job. Good All job. right. Yeah, I've been practicing yeah. on that. I've been <laughs> saying it wrong. And you'll see, I'll mispronounce a lot of things. But uh, yes, so we saw that, you know, and in fact, his picture was on the article that she sent me, I believe. So um, uh, she became, a, she was a more of a... YTT fan before she became a, a Thor fan and um, if you heard from episode 2 uh, she's new to the the geek culture she's um, up to date and a lot of things is trending but um, when I told her about Thor Ragnarok and I told her about the director that really uh, got her even more stoked about it but um, again she's the one who saw the news and sent it to me so we're both excited about that And uh, but Liz why are you excited about it? Um, my first introduction into Taika's um, world, I was a big fan of Flight of the Concords, and he had just a small little spot on that, and I was talking to a friend about it, and she was like, oh, well, if you like the dry humor of Flight of the Concords, you should watch What We Do in the Shadows, and that um, Taika Waititi was in that. I I know he directed it. I don't know if he wrote it. I think he did. Um but I just, I fell in love with his just really dry sense of humor. Um, and I loved that movie. I saw him and he had a small part in uh, Eagle versus Shark. And I just, I loved that humor, that dry humor. So um, when you showed me Thor Ragnarok and you told me that he had directed it, I got really excited and I was very excited when his character made an appearance in uh, Thor Ragnarok just because his delivery is... Just my style of humor, that very dry sense of humor. Yeah, and I also, before uh, he was announced as the director of Thor Ragnarok, I was also, um, if you have not checked out that movie, and you know, I think with the success of Thor Ragnarok, it really put Taika into the mainstream and more and more people knew about him. I'm pretty sure more people went back and discovered his movie, What We Do in the Shadows. I saw that, came out in 2014, I believe. And if you have not seen that, it is a, a, a just a mm-hmm. intelligent comedy that follows the lives of these vampires who are roommates, and um, it's sort of filmed like in the uh, in the vein of The Office, where you have a yeah, camera crew documentary style. Yes, a mockumentary, you would say, um, but it was just hilarious, and it's one of those, my favorite movies that. Um, of course, you try to get it now. I think it's out of print, or you know, you can probably find it used or something like that, or. I'm not sure if it's even available on YouTube. I'm not sure. It might be. But they're turning it, or they did, turn it into a TV show, which I haven't seen yet, but I've heard funny things about it. 
so we're definitely excited about that. And um, some might, if you are into comics and uh, or pop culture when it comes to that thing, you know that he was also on tap to direct Akira, which is a Japanese manga and uh, also an animated film, which was a great one. And the book is tremendous. And if you read the book you and saw the movie, you could see that the the volumes of books were, I don't know, like five or six volumes and so difficult to fit everything into that animated movie. And now trying to put it, they've been working on Akira live action for years. And uh, uh, he's a great director, but still the content, I don't know how they're going to um, put all that into uh, that movie. But that's been on delay, put on hold. So this allowed him to uh, make Thor 4. And so we want to talk about Thor also, because not only just what he did for Thor, but um, again, we're going back to you, Liz. Uh, Thor, before even the Avengers movies came out, did you know of Thor as a comic book character? No, I knew nothing about Thor before um, before the comic book movies. I didn't even know about him until um, the end credits of whichever Iron Man he was at, the, just his hammer was in the end credits. And I remember sitting next to um, one of my friends and I was like, I don't know what that means. And after the movie, he had to explain what that meant. So I, I know nothing of Thor outside of what's in the movies. Yeah, that was the end of uh, Iron Man 2 when Coulson had to leave and he went to New Mexico. And that great iconic scene of the just Thor's hammer, Milnor, uh, just stuck in the rock. And um, but yeah, you know, I've, you know, grew up with the comics. So I was well, well aware of Thor and um um, how his introduction, I think Crims Hemsworth, and I think a lot of, you know, RDJ and Chris Evans, all three of them were born to be those characters. And I can't imagine anyone else filling those roles, but, you know, Marvel Disney has to go on. So 30, 40 years from now, we're all still here. They're still making Captain America movies. They're eventually going to get replaced. But um, Chris Hemsworth is uh, just fantastic at Thor. And again, he was not one of my favorites in the beginning of Phase 1 and Phase 2 and so on. I don't really think I pinpointed a certain favorite one, but um, the Thor Ragnarok allowed him to delve into the more of his comedic side, and, and but still maintaining the uh, the soul and the aggression and the power of Thor, which combination of Chris Hemsworth and Waititi were able to do. Um and so what do you think about him as Thor? Or is that something you feel like anyone can play? Or do you see him um, only as Thor? See Chris Hemsworth only as Thor? Yeah. Um, I could see him playing other characters, but I I don't see anyone else playing Thor. I, I like that he balances the the like macho-ness of Thor and, you know, having to be you know, really like a Nor he's the Norse God and there, that yes. comes with a lot of pressure, but he also balances out with his, he's got a good sense of humor and he's very funny. Um, he plays it really well. I, I appreciate his character. Like you said, he wasn't my favorite in the Avengers at the very beginning, uh, mainly cause I didn't know a lot about him, but, um, I think the haircut did a lot too. Once uh -huh. he got his haircut, then I, I was starting to dig it. Yeah, I think, you know, the first Thor movie, and I know you haven't seen it, Liz, and I tried to, and I was trying to catch her up on MCU Universe in preparation of of Endgame, and Thor is one of them I just skipped. I mean, we had like maybe two weeks, and we had 22 movies, and I told her, you know, Thor is just the, the basic, the first movie, same with uh, Iron Man and Avengers, you know, the cookie cutter, here's a hero, here's the situation, here's his origin 
fight a bad guy that's pretty much a forgettable person. And even the first Thor, you know, um, he's, you know, casted or he's uh, outcast uh, because he just was not disciplined and the met Nellie Portman, uh, which would be his love interest for Jane Foster. But the villain at the end, you know, was uh, Destroyer, which was just, you know, once he got his hammer, I mean, I don't think the battle even lasted a minute, <laughs> you know. And Loki was there, and I think m- more over that, I think Loki became the more fan favorite after the first one. Second Thor, uh, uh, Dark Elves, or I think it's called Dark Elves, um, that was very instantly very forgettable, I think. Um, same with Iron Man too. It's just... Seemed like a filler to me. Um, he had a little bit more, and again, Loki in my mind stole the show, uh, and that's where um, Dark World. Thank you, Dark World. Uh, we did lose Frigga, um, Thor's mother, and again, you could feel Loki's um, pain more than you felt Thor. And uh, so, uh, didn't like that one at all. Not at all. Um, and it seemed like that was going to be it. You know, I think that really closed the door. But with Thor Ragnarok, um, you saw just different ranges of emotion. He, I think Crimson Hemsworth was allowed to play more with the character. And that was very good. And so now, uh, talking about that, I want to talk about you saw that um, in Endgame, you know, where it's like, um, you know, well, actually, let me go back to Infinity War. Uh, I think Thor just became OP. Uh, I think that's um, just overpowering. Okay. Uh, once he got one, uh, one breaker, <laughs> Stormbreaker, <laughs> uh, he was legit. He was straight up just uh, on point. Uh, the way he just came back uh, when he got Stormbreaker into Wakanda, uh, I can't think of a bigger ovation. Uh, he really was just uh became an instant fan favorite and he carried that over into infinity war i'm sorry into endgame but with a little you know twist that's where my daughter uh was really um uh, if she was here now she smacked me in the arm when i said crushing on thor i think she's more of a loki but when she saw fat thor she (laughs) she was mad throughout the whole movie that's the only thing she brought out of endgame was like how could they do that to thor (laughs) And oh, I, I now love when I, that. When, I, when Liz went with me, uh, I've already seen Endgame, so I was just watching her reaction to that. And so, Oh, I thought that was hilarious. It made me so happy. I also think it allowed us to see a little bit more of Chris Hemsworth's um, style and comedy because he wasn't just relying on you know the, the pretty boy factor that Thor has. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has the highest pretty boy factor of all of the... Mm-hmm. Avengers um so I think he it looked like he maybe it was just my interpretation but it looked like he was having a lot of fun just being able to play that up and you hear from actors this doesn't super apply but you hear from actors that it's a lot more fun to play the villain than it is the good guy and I could kind of see that in this part like it's more fun to you know put on the fat suit and be silly than have to worry about yeah, I had mixed emotions about it because I didn't want it to be um, just for laughs, especially with, you know, his obesity, you could say. And um, I know later the Russo brothers tried to say, you know, that it was showing how someone can't be a superhero b- despite their weight or despite their uh, circumstances, you know. And RDJ and Chris Evans um, and 
Chris Hemsworth all had their characters had to deal with the fallout of uh, Infinity War and failing or Endgame when they failed to recover the stones um, in their own different ways. But he still had soul, especially I liked Endgame when he went back and he got a chance to just be with his mother uh, one last time. I'm sorry if those are listening. Uh, I should have said preface that with spoilers, talking about some of the yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think his, you can still see him as a, as a superhero even at the end. And, uh, of course, Infinity War brought the new weapon of choice also. Uh, he lost Milner and, uh, Ragnarok, you know, his sister, uh, destroyed the hammer and we got introduced to Stormbreaker. And I know you were limited on both, uh, well, on Milner, but did you have a, um, I'm a geek, I'm a nerd, so, um, that's one of the things, if I had room and time and, and extra money, I would have so many different props in my room. And that's my <laughs> goal. Uh, but now I'm debating, like, which prop should I get first, the Milnor or Stormbreaker? And I already know in my mind what I want and my reason, but... Uh, um, just of the two? I just have to pick between the two? Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always a girl that goes with the classic things, mm. so I would probably go... With Milnor, is that how you say it? Yes. That's what I would probably do just because, I don't know, that was the first thing and it's, I had to, when you mentioned Stormbreaker just a minute ago, I had to look it up on my phone because I didn't know what you were talking about because I forgot that's what it was called. Um, You can, you know, call me out on that later, but I would go with the classic just because it's just what you picture when you picture Thor. Yeah. Or at least that's what I picture when I picture Thor. That's what I would do. Oh yeah, and uh, Thor, uh, Thor's hammer, Milnor, was uh, forged in the by I think a dying star, and it's a metal uh, Uru, and so uh, again, you know, the awesome thing about his hammer is that when he releases it, it always comes back to him no matter what. And uh, does Stormbreaker we, always come back to him too? I guess I didn't realize that. Uh, it does in a boomerang kind of spinning thing, but I. Uh, and again, I don't follow the comics as I used to. I mean, there was a time when uh, Thor became the unworthy, and he did something, and uh, that was back in um, da, 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 some Marvel crossover I really didn't like. I tried to get into it where um, fear itself, something, uh, some kind of orb or whatever, revealed everyone's uh, secret fear, and but you weren't. We never got to see what Thor's was, and he became unworthy, lost his hammer, which was. Later recovered by, uh, and again, if you're reading the comics or whatever, is another spoiler. If you don't want to know that in the, I'll give you a second, I should have done that before, uh, that a female Thor picked up the hammer and later is revealed it was Jane Foster. Um, oh. But um, then again, in Thor Ragnarok, we found out, you know, Odin said that, um, played by the great Anthony Hopkins, that it wasn't the source of his power. It, it, it helped focus his power which is awesome then you say that um thor really became the god of thunder but like his grandmaster would say you know sparkles and he has sparkles <laughs> oh, look at you, you got those sparkles out of your hands yeah i would touch on him but um <laughs> so thor uh the evolution where he no longer needed the hammer which was kind of cool but then some people were like oh man you know give us the hammer back and he you know um mitri or whatever his name was from Infinity War uh, was able to uh, 
create Stormbreaker, which I like Stormbreaker, but just as the... So you would pick first over? I, I would for when it comes to, um, uh, I guess the basic when fighting. I mean, he had a longer reach with Stormbreaker. It made more sense um, to swing and, and use that in battle. Hmm. Uh, but I do love Milnor that, you know, that you can only be worthy to pick it up and, you know, for another episode or whatever, we can talk about who's been worthy before. And, you know, we, again, if you haven't watched Endgame, um, I don't I mean, you must have just woken up from a coma or just come from another planet. But, you know, that chilling, there's so many, oh my God, moments in Endgame. And of course, particularly is when Captain America, you know, picked up the hammer. You know, he, um, I don't know if you say he realized he was worthy or he just, I don't know. Um, but that was awesome too. Stormbreaker, yeah, I don't know. Um, I said I say all this because I'd say I don't follow the comics as much of him carrying Stormbreaker. I believe only Milnor can be picked up by those who are worthy. Stormbreaker, I don't think so because Odin didn't speak into Milnor. Uh, I mean, he didn't speak into Stormbreaker like he did Milnor. But yeah, I want to get Stormbreaker first, um, then Milnor. All right, so I'll now. Yeah. Now with the announcement of uh, Thor 4 being part of Phase 4, uh, we also find out it's not going to come out next year. Uh, he hasn't. Um, it's going to come out in two years. So it's I'm 2019. Yeah. So you're looking at 2021, 2022, depending on the, you know, the delays. So we got two years before that comes out. Um, which we know that at the end of Endgame, Thor was with, you know... Peter Quill and uh, Drax and Rocket Raccoon and Mantis uh, and, you know, uh, Groot as well. And, of course, he's self-proclaimed as Guardians of the Galaxy. And which led us to believe that next Guardians of the Galaxy would be as Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, James Gunn has been on uh, Twitter, or I like to call it the tweet. The tweet. The tweet. And emphatically said, this is not as Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's holding this baby to close to his own. He wants it still to be Guardians of the Galaxy. But the question is then, since that comes out before uh, Thor 4, how much of a role will Thor be in it? Will it be in it at all? Uh, will we still be the, you know, we'll have that back and forth with him and um, Star-Lord. Uh, we know the end of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you had the introduction of Adam Warlock. And add that into... Uh, Gamora being missing. Um, oh, I, forget, I left that Nebula. Sorry, she's always been left out. Sorry, Nebula. Aww. She's also... Um, How dare you. ...with the Guardians now. But again, you have maybe them searching for Gamora, Adam Warlock. Not sure if Thor will be too much involved also. But, you know, um, Marvel usually had the right formula and recipe. But Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will come out. Then you'll have... After that would be Thor 4. Uh, so with uh, coming to the end of this podcast, we're going to make it short and brief. Um, what are some things, so going into Thor 4, what don't you want to see from Thor 4? Because I have my thoughts already about what. I don't want fat Thor. Okay. I hope he's ripped again. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have a lot of don't want to see. So I really, I don't have much. With me, uh, I don't want a. I, I'm I'm all on board with um, Taika coming back. Um, I just don't want a Ragnarok 
sequel. I don't want a Thor 3 sequel, meaning I don't want the same exact characters back. I, Jeff Goldblum is a national treasure. I loved him <laughs> as Grandmaster, but I just don't want him to be the, hey, I'm back for revenge again. Um, I don't want them back on that planet. I, I don't want the whole situation where he's, again, uh, feel feels unworthy. You know, we had the first Thor, he was unworthy. Then you had Ragnarok, where he felt unworthy because he let his father, you know, his father died and the, he lost the kingdom and everything. Then in Infinity War and Endgame, we had the process of him not feeling unworthy again as well. So I just don't want that for the fourth or fifth time. I want him... Uh, well, I'm going to what I want. So I don't want that. <laughs> don't want the same characters. I uh, um, I don't want a generic villain that's going to die. That's Marvel's big problem also. They introduce a villain and they just kill him off at the end. Um, you know, uh, just, you know, you had just too much. I, I want someone they can flesh out as well. Um like they did with uh, Thanos. I know he's been in, you know, endings of uh, Avengers and other movies. But uh, again, I'm going to what I want. Sorry. What do you want to see in Thor four? Um, really, if they can just make Thor four all about Korg, <laughs> I'd be super happy. I just I need more Korg. Yeah, a higher ratio of Korg in the movie because he's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just could not get enough Korg. And, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Sony Revolution. <laughs> Want to join us? I I adored him, but that's that's Taika's um, comedy right mm. there. That's his humor, that really dry, quiet sense of humor, oh. and I that's what I love. So I do hope that he returns. I, I agree with you on not wanting it to be a redo and all the same characters, mm-hmm. but I hope we get to see a little bit of Korg. Yeah. Uh, Korg became an instant fan favorite, and those, again... If, you are a comic book reader as well. If you came across uh, Planet Hulk, which was many years ago, uh, it's a great epic tale of when Hulk was banished by um, Earth's thinkers. You had Professor um, Professor X might have been missing that time, but you had uh, Reed Richards, um, Tony Stark. Uh, who else was in the um, the Cabal? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But they all thought Th- Hulk was just too dangerous to live on Earth. So they tricked him into going out of space to do a rescue mission. And when he was supposed to come back home, they um, navigated the ship to a distant planet. It was supposed to be isolated and safe so he could just spend the rest of his life just unbothered. Of course, um, that didn't happen. He ended up in Sakaar and uh, where he was, and I'm now digressing to uh, uh, Hulk, but that's when you see... Korg and Korg was not the quirky, uh, funny sidekick. He was stoic and he was just pretty much straight stone face because of, hey, I got a job to do. So that's a great uh, story. They have an animated movie about it also, um, which is uh, not as strong. It's always hard to fit in volumes of work into like a span of 40 to two hour movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would want Korg. Um, hmm. Again, I, I don't know if I want a buddy movie with him throughout i like to have maybe sprinkled here and there uh i do want um and other people say i would love to see i think it's about time since i think marvel is going more cosmic um beta ray bill and those who know will probably say yes beta ray bill uh he is also an alien who was able 
to be worthy to pick up Milnor and helped him. And so he was able to get his own hammer. I don't know if it's not the same as something different, but uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, I know they had the Easter egg in uh, Thor Ragnarok where Beta Ray Bill's face was on one of those statues. If you watch the movie again, if you missed it, when the show where um, Thor and Hulk are staying and there's a big tower with faces, you'll see Beta Ray He did Bell. get his own hammer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that'd be great to see him because he's the cosmic um like to see that uh valkyrie uh, they left her on earth as a queen of asgard uh d- i guess depends where they take this if he's still in outer space or if he's back on earth um back back on earth you know then you have to say we're the other avengers again so um that's what i want to see uh beta ray bill um him not being moping around to you know to be uh even more powerful i mean he's a god of thunder I think when he tangled with um, Thanos, it took him, Cap, and Tony Stark, and they still couldn't handle him. And then you see Captain Marvel come in and just handle things. So let's see maybe his power level decrease a little bit more as well. While you were saying that, I Googled Beta Ray Bill because I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And um, it said he was included in an early version of Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. but he didn't make an appearance. The producer said it was so quick and it just didn't do it justice. And the feeling is if you can't do it justice, do it later. Yeah. So maybe. So I hope so. I hope so. Well, uh, that's our take on uh, the announcement of Thor 4 being uh, part of the Phase 4. We're excited about this weekend will be Comic-Con in San Diego. And there's going to be tons of other announcements that I'll be uh, looking and taking notes. And hopefully we'll be talking about it Monday with uh, Justin as well. Uh, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. I want you to support us. We also do, uh, we're in the infant stage. I'll keep on saying that. But uh, uh, we love problem solving. I think filming is problem solving. We also are learning how to make short films. Uh, we call our production Top That Films. You can find that on YouTube, on Instagram, and Twitter. The Twit. The Tweet. The Tweet. Uh, we like the tweets. But um, yeah, check us out. Give us support. Uh, share this with others if you like. Um, as always, you know, just take it easy, take it light, um, and just, you know, live a sensible life. I will catch you on the flip side.